Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. They even equated it to when a woman is in labor, how it's so much better and more satisfying for her going through it if she swears than if she's saying, oh my gosh, this hurts so much or pushing whatever. I think it's true. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Rats. It just Son of a biscuit. What else you got? <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. We have Chuck and Roxy back with us. How you doing, y'all? Hey. Hey. Doing right. good. I hear you got a twang going now. You said y'all. <laughs> oh, did I say y'all? You did. Yeah. I am in Nashville. You hick. <laughs> it happens to me, too. It's okay. <laughs> Simon is off looking for his underpants, I think, and uh, <laughs> he'll probably join us again next time. So we need to start off this podcast. Let's stop the music, pause, all that, okay? Because quick shout out, if you want to call it that, Mr. Davenport, Chris Davenport, who's trying to stir the pot, he uh, posted a little something on Twitter. How great was it to see, speaking of tangents, back out in the podcast world, and he tried to stir some trouble up, I think, between the two of us, and unfortunately, it will not work, sir, because we absolutely, on the Loyal Littles podcast, adore that podcast. Matter of fact, I listen to a bunch of those podcasts to learn how to podcast, and we are, I'm just going to, spoiler alert, I'm going to announce it. We don't have an exact release date, but I have been in direct contact with both Jason and KJ, who we absolutely adore on this podcast. They're both coming on. So hold on to your hats, Littles. They're coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We could not be more excited about that. So unfortunately, at least on our end, there will be no bad blood coming there. So I wanted to get that right out of the way. It was a very cute tweet, though. So thank you for including us, Chris Davenport. But yes, we adore them, and we can't freaking wait for them to come on the podcast. Hopefully within the next week or so, we will have those interviews for all you loyal littles out there. So stay tuned for that. In the end, we're all just littles and tinies all together. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. the nail on the head there, Chuck. <laughs> There's plenty of room for multiple podcasts among us loyal littles. That's all I'll say. And, and let's face it, they started it. So they are the mm-hmm. podcast. I'm, and I'm not joking. I... I When I decided to do this, I actually didn't even know about that podcast. I don't remember if it was the woman whose name I'm not allowed to say, if she brought it to my attention. I can't remember how – I was like, what are you talking about? What podcast? And that's kind of how I feel about some of our loyal listeners when I hear these stories about someone stumbling upon the podcast. So I can't wait to talk to them. And it is true. I listened to so many of their episodes before I started all this because I was learning from them. I really was. And I mean that. And Jason, oh, that voice. Oh, Jason. Anyway. Like butter. <laughs> like butter. Anyway, let's update <laughs> you on a few things. Okay. Loyal Littles out there, you have officially broken Little Chuck. You've broken me. I'm broke. I'm done. Okay. Every time I try to do something for the podcast, you try to take it a step further. So in the process of these grilled cheese and pizzas and all this stuff I've been trying, I just stumbled upon another one that's like, oh, no, no, it's olive oil. You have to use olive oil on the, on, for the grilled cheese. So mm-hmm. what do I do? I go get olive oil. I try that on the grilled cheese. Now, I will rank these in a few seconds. However, today's... Olive oil? Yeah, Chuck. Do you not hear yeah. about that? No. Yeah. I, 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 the mayo, I'm, I'm, I would try, but olive oil. Uh, it, well, I use right. olive soggy. oil for everything. Instead of like coating my pan with butter, I coat it with olive oil. So we'll we'll, we'll get there uh, in a second because I'm going to rank these in a second. But I'm just oh, going to go back. Okay. One of the emails on yesterday's show. Please forgive me, whoever. I don't remember off the top of my head who said it. I didn't write it down. I I heard it in passing. How you were then going on? Well, I put mayonnaise in the inside the grill. She said, "Okay, I'm done. You broke me. You officially broke me. I'm not going to try <laughs> all these different types of mayo and all these different scenarios on the inside, on the outside. I just can't. I can't do it. My weight's not going to handle it. I'm eating so many freaking grilled cheese in the last three to four days that mm, I, I just can't handle good. it anymore. So Comfort you food. broke me. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm just going to eat the pizza the way I eat it. I'm just going to eat the grilled cheese. Oh, but let me real quick. I do want to rank them because it was interesting." I think it's probably just because I'm used to it the most. The butter, it's sweet. I liked it. I've always liked butter. That's how I'm used to it. The olive oil, actually, Chuck, came in a close second. That was Mm -hmm. actually okay, Chuck. I was surprised. I do have to admit it. The mayonnaise for me was just too much. It was just a weird 
I, I don't know if it was a mental thing or whatever. It's just the taste. It's just now, as you, I think you said, Chuck, I have to try all different kinds of mayonnaise. This was Duke's mayonnaise. I haven't tried it with Hellman's or like Miracle Whip or anything like that. Maybe that would be a different. I just think I'm just going to leave it like that. Huh. And what kind all of right. cheese? Oh, just uh, American cheese. Oh, don't go there. Are you telling Wait, me you know different, what I like... like to do? I like shredded mozzarella and sometimes I'll sprinkle a little bit of like baby spinach in it. Oh, okay. Now, oh, yeah. Now you put Wait, some, but the mozzarella is Gruyere so in there. Gruyere? Have you ever heard of that? Gru- Gruyere? I've What's heard that? of it. French cheese? Oh, that's so a wait, good. No, that's, that's a good grilled cheese. Gruyere. 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 Well, all I can tell you is they officially broke me because now there's people posting stuff about mixing the peanut butter and mayonnaise together, and I just I can't do it. Can't yeah, do it. Yeah, no, I'm done. I don't know about done. That. Officially that's, done. I, so it sounds like maybe some of those people put mayonnaise on everything. Like, yeah, like probably. Some people we know that put ketchup on everything. I don't know what you're talking uh, about, Chuck. Yeah. All right, let's let's move Chuck. on real quick. We have another update, and this is actually from Scott Moffat. He actually, I think he tweeted this, or it was on our, one of our Facebook pages. But um, he chimes in saying he's done two polar plunges in Virginia Beach as a fundraiser for the Special Olympics Virginia. And this year would have been the third time, but it was virtual this year. Last year, they raised $1.3 million. For Whoa. the Special Olympics Virginia. Isn't that Whoa. amazing? His, his group alone raised $120,000. That's and, incredible. Uh, yeah, right? So bravo to you, sir. And he did also, because I was saying, what's the rules? Are there any rules? Don't you just jump in and jump out? He claims that there's a line of water where the technical, the rescuers are out in the ocean and they're about chest high. And the rule that they go by with his team that he does this with, they have to wade out to them, give them a high five and get out as quickly as they can. Oh, now, some fun. people, yeah, right. I like that. Some people he did say go all the way under, but he doesn't do that. And mm-hmm. that's just, it still seems crazy to me. But yeah, you know what? I mean, if it's for a good cause like that and sure. oh my gosh, that's amazing. So we here at the Loyal Littles podcast uh, have a new, semi-new, I won't call it a segment, but you know how we have like the updates, the errors, the omissions, the shout outs, that stuff. We are now calling it the apology. And uh, (laughs) this is actually freaking hilarious, I think. Okay, so let me set the stage. Spoiler alert, I apologize. You're starting to already know who your upcoming guests are going to be, not today's, but we were interviewing Michelle Miller recently. Lovely, lovely. And it was kind of neat because she tells the story of how she was a tiny who became a little. Okay, so that's key. So she's now a little. Her husband, John, is also a little. Now, he was the little before her. She became the little. Anyway, long story short, turns out (laughs) I give Michelle Miller a shout out about winning the eBay item that Eric Londrigan put on his picture, all that. We did all that. Congratulations. Thank you, Michelle, for your bid. Apparently, John didn't know that she bid on the item, so I totally outed her on the podcast. He listened to this podcast before she did, and he was like, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you got a shout-out on uh, the loyal." She's like, what? And he was like, yeah, so uh, how much did you bid on that item? And I was just like, so I apologize, Michelle. We're sorry for outing you before you could tell. I'm sure he was fine. It was for a great cause. He knows that. He was just joking. But he actually, well, I won't say any more about the interview because it was a fun time. And that will be coming up in the next week or so, probably. Michelle Miller, look out for it. Great interview. Thank you for coming on, Michelle. And once again, thank you for bidding and Eric for donating that money to Rocco's Warriors. Speaking of Eric Lonergan, how many times, you know, he's becoming the new Claire, I think, on this podcast. Yeah, I I think so. Well, Eric, he emailed us in. We asked about naming this new segment or their segment of a segment. And he comes up and he's like, well, I'm sure this was already thought of. And I'm like, no, we're dumb. Hello. (laughs) But we're now going to call it a tiny little suggestion segment get it a tiny little suggestion right it's adorable that is so good yeah right (laughs) so thank you eric for that so this is the tiny little suggestion segment where we're going to go back to real quick our tv i mean i caught up on call me cat loved it i just i love it more and more every week it's so cute yeah and my favorite part is how it's i of course it's being the theater person that i am but at the end of the show, they do like a curtain call, which yeah, is kind of cool. That. And it's and it's clever how they do it. It's not like they just walk out and take a bow. 
it, you, you have to watch the show to get it, but I, sitcoms don't do that. It's really fun, and it's kind of clever, and it's different, so I like that. And now, those kitty cats are so stinking cute, I can't stand it. And uh, <laughs> the other one for me for this week, uh, no swear words involved, so you can keep the volume up. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, guys. I will get well, to the. We don't. You hope there's no swear words. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But I have to say, and we didn't touch upon this one because it's been on the air for like five or six seasons. I probably should have looked that up. The Goldbergs. Now, everyone knows kind of how old I am. I basically grew up in the 80s. This show is it's a sitcom that if you don't know anything about it, it's based in the 80s. And it's the attention to detail they go through on these episodes is flawless. The whole story about how Adam Goldberg started this story is really actually brilliant. I don't I won't go all the way into that right now. But this last week's episode and they do these from time to time where they'll reference a very specific thing that happened in the 80s like there was a karate kid episode there was a breakfast club episode well this week was the clue the movie clue chuck have you ever seen the movie clue absolutely yeah well many times this episode was based on that and it was pretty freaking great i gotta i gotta say it even had a rich little reference and it's just it was hilarious so that is our tiny little suggestion for the week uh on our tv so thank you again eric lonergan for that now speaking of tv something kind of on topic off topic real quick and i gotta know i think roxy already know so we're gonna let chuck be the deciding factor chuck when you do watch network tv do you like previews for the following week or not so you're, you're sitting there you're at the end of the show no hey hate it right yeah okay thank you all right come on no it's just i can't do it i I don't mind i don't i don't mind like recaps you know like previously on of course i like those but i don't but yeah i don't like knowing i don't like teasers for the next week i mean i can understand why some people would it's kind of like a trailer you know for a movie or something right Mm -hmm. but right if i'm invested in the in the storyline i don't want to know what maybe if they do it right where they don't give too much away that's fine but there are some that you're just like okay then when you watch it you already know what's going to happen and so it's not that right well that's where it gets me it's the the one that really grinds my gears are the reality shows okay roxy (laughs) the floor is yours because i know how you feel about this the reason why i like the teasers is because when I love a show that much and I can't binge it, it gives me just enough to get me through the week. It gives me this feeling of just, I've got something to look forward to. And Mm -hmm. I guess you can get that without the previews too. And some shows do that, so I have to adapt to that. But I like having a little tidbit that I can carry with me for the week and try to figure out what's happening what's going to happen and usually i'm wrong but it's exciting so that's why i like the previews all right roxy that's fair enough i understand what you're saying and we all have our opinions it's interesting and that kind of also pertains to our podcast where some people might like to know who's coming on next week and who's like a little preview teaser for next week and we've been doing it the opposite way where you don't know it's a surprise and so i could see where it can go either way so i think it's kind of like that same thing with the tv previews all right let's get the hell out of here because we've got a great (laughs) guest for you and we'll be right back with meet the littles I've got a heart full of beans and a head. We are being played in by Bonfire Falls again this week. We absolutely love this band. This is from the album called Lifetime, and the song is called Can I Run With You? If you want to get in touch with Bonfire Falls, go on out and reach to them at bonfirefalls.bandcamp.com. That's bonfirefalls.bandcamp.com. Just in case, B-O-N-F-I-R-E-F-A-L-L-S. And you can also find all their stuff on iTunes. I have their album from iTunes. It's fantastic. 
go get it. It's called Lifetime. This song is called Can I Run With You? And as always, we'll play the full song at the end of the podcast. you loyal littles it's now time to meet the littles and boy do we have a good one today he was also on bus number two please welcome to the show rob colpine how you doing rob i'm good how are you chuck and roxy we're doing great so first what we always like to do is we like just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself introduce yourself to all the littles out there for those who might not know who you are Okay, well, my name is Rob Colpine, as you introduced me. I live in Avon, Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis. I'm a married guy with two teenage kids, one in college, one still in high school. And what I'm probably most known for within the, the Littles community is I actually run the online store for the TK Show. Great. Okay, that we're going to get into that in a few minutes. Now, I'm going to just disagree one second, because I think what you're most known for now with the Littles is the guy that eats pizza with a fork. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, no, no, I, don't, I didn't say I did. I just didn't want uh, anybody to be out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I am all about including everyone, so I don't uh, want anybody to be left out if they well, did oh, eat pizza. Oh, that's before. really good for you, sir. That's so nice. <laughs> I happen I to see that. I do eat pizza with a fork sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that a little while back and I was like, oh, I've got to bring that up. Uh, so, okay. So while we're here, how do you eat your pizza, sir? I would say probably the most traditional way. I, I hold it from the crust and I eat from the triangle side in, face up. Okay. You know, nothing, Not nothing cold? Fancy. Nothing, nothing fancy. fancy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, just let's let's just get it right out of the way. We're good now. Okay. Now we can get back to the the real important stuff. Uh, <laughs> can we start with where did you go to school? What did you, what do you do? All that kind of stuff. Yes, I grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is just a little bit north of, of Indianapolis, and home of uh, Sweetwater Sound. I know it well. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I went to college actually to be a high school English teacher and a football coach, and. Oh, wow. While I did that, I was working part-time at an airline and part-time at a hotel, and the hotel company actually uh, promoted me, and so I traveled all over the country for about eight years managing hotels and landed here in Indianapolis and uh, met my wife here, and the hotel gig kind of went went by the wayside and moving and relocating wasn't an option anymore with the family so i got into warehousing and uh, for the last 10 years i've been running a third-party logistics company a private owned business that specializes in uh, e-commerce promotional products and uh, warehousing and fulfillment oh that's great (laughs) so how did you get into listening to tony and where did you first start listening and all that kind of stuff So I first found Tony on the sports reporters, you know, watching on Sunday morning with Dick Schapp and Will Bond and uh, Lupica and Bill Roden and all those guys. And quite honestly, when he had a radio show, the only reason I knew about it was because he was the bridge between Mike and Mike and Dan Patrick. And I really didn't care for him at first. It was just kind of, well, the radio's on ESPN radio, so let's let it run. And Interesting. O- over time, it uh, it grew to the, the only thing that I'd listened to. And, and then, so obviously, when PTI came on, I followed then, and he lost the national ESPN show and found the internet show when he went back to DC radio and then the podcast, and here we are. That's a really interesting, actually, because most people that we've been finding, it, it's not something that it grew on you, is what you're saying. Right. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like at yeah. first you didn't really like them. OK, so now let's let's dive into the store, actually, because that, that'll be a big chunk of this. So the launch of the online store, how did all of that go? So you don't work directly with them or is no. this? I, I guess I am a contracted service provider for the show. So it's really strange how it happened. And, you you know, you talk about the power of social media and those kind of things. Obviously, you know, I, I listened to the pod when it first launched. And, and one of the things that they said from the outset was they wanted to be able to sell merchandise when the, the podcast started 
getting going because when he was on ESPN radio or working for the local radio station, he couldn't sell anything with his own name. But once he got on the podcast, now he owned the rights to his own name, that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. the podcast started right after Labor Day and about mid-October, they started talking more and more about merchandise and what they wanted to do. And Michael actually sent out a tweet saying, I don't know anything about fulfillment. I'm trying to find some local people and I'm just not getting good questions answered and just wondering if anybody knows anything about fulfillment. And so I responded and just thinking, hey, you know, I can at least give them some of the right questions to ask and and get answered and things to look out for and that sort of thing. So he called me the very next day. We talked for about 45 minutes about different things to look for. And towards the end of the call, he said, so, you know, what what would it look like if you did it? Uh, And so the the conversation shifted at that point to, okay, well, what what would that look like? And so we we came up with... uh, an arrangement that worked well for both of us where we would provide the merchandise with his designs, his input, and and certainly Tony's input as well. And we would warehouse and fulfill it out of our operation here in uh, in Indiana. So it took about four or five weeks to get all the I's dotted and T's crossed. and, And we launched the store. We were real hopeful to get it out before Christmas so we could get Christmas presents and that sort of thing. And so we launched the first week of December, uh, and had already started producing some goods because we knew what we wanted. So we were in Mm -hmm. somewhat of a good place, but we had 350 orders the very first day. And uh, it was was just crazy watching the orders walk through. Well, I can can only imagine. So now this was 2016, correct? That's right. Yes. Okay. This is interesting. Okay. So I'm a little confused because they did have stuff before that. Now, like they used to mail out stickers, like TK stickers and stuff like that. Now, that was just something they did on their own? Yes. Yeah, I think they just went to a, you can get stickers online. Sure, sure. Right, right. Stickers are us or whatever. Okay, and he was allowed. But people would also send stuff in to the radio station just as, hey, you know, give these out or whatever. Cool. And so they weren't... uh, things that the store necessarily bought or sold, they were giveaways. And so that was a little different. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So now all the stuff that goes through the store, that has nothing to do with all the Johnny O and all that stuff, right? That's correct. So this is just Tony Kornheiser merchandise. Right. Which Which is why you don't see golf shirts and golf apparel and things like that on the site, because we don't want to do anything that would conflict with uh, any of the other sponsors that they have on the show. So that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I I have to say a couple years ago, I did purchase some of the merchandise to give to Chuck for Christmas. And I felt like this is, he's always talking about this guy. Oh, wow, there's a shop. Cool. I'm going to buy him some stuff. And he was really excited. (laughs) Now, before leaving this topic, we'd we'd be silly not to mention this because this has been on the last couple shows. We are doing a thing the whole month of January, right? With Rocco's Warriors. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's thank you so much for. uh, Oh, it's our pleasure. And it's, uh, I sit here thinking all the time, you know, what can I do to, to help and support? And, and I've certainly gotten to know Rob and Jamie and over the years with after the Jingle Fest that, you know, my heart just went out to Rob and his family with Rocco's situation. And so Michael and I together thought, what can we do to help support Rocco's Warriors? And so we, we looked at what we had on hand and thought, okay, well, this is a good way. We've got plenty of merchandise and the, the hats and the sweatshirts that we, we won't have to run out of stuff if we get a run on them. So keep ordering. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's so wonderful what you're doing. Yeah. I, Roxy's been quite overwhelmed, I think, by all the, from Little Elves to this, to all the other, to um, Eric Lonergan's paintings on eBay and all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's, just the kindness and compassion from this group is, it blows my mind. It's so wonderful. I, it's so nice to know that there are so many good people out in this world. And just for the record, I tried to tell her like four or five years ago. He did. uh, (laughs) He did. (laughs) 
you, you see people and most 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 littles communicate with each other through social media and it's so easy for people to have keyboard courage and just type whatever they want to type and right but you know in inside this littles community there it's some of the most genuine people I have ever met in my entire life and yeah it, it's just really I try to explain it to my wife who's probably a tiny and my kids are even less than tiny um, <laughs> They, they completely mock me and but it's just amazing you know yeah I, I talk about these people as if you know I see them every day and they're my they're my best friends and you know what some of them are I'm closer yeah. with yeah. some of these people than I am with people I've known <laughs> for 20 years you know well, it, it's actually funny because we've thought the same thing after these interviews sometimes you genuinely care about these people and you want to check in on them and and I now have, I guess I would call it a texting relationship with Claire, who I've never even met before. And uh, it's just really great to just pop in and check in and say, hey, how's it going? And stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's, it's, it's really neat. So she's going to love this, but I told her that, that I was coming on. And <laughs> uh, I said, I, I can't promise that I won't mention your name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to reference that as I've been tempted to make it into a little game as to each interview, how long we can go without bringing up her name. Well, and she does happen to be the only little to have toured the warehouse where the online shop is held. So oh, really? Wow. See, Claire, this is your fault. If you would have just brought all this up, I mean, there was a time where she freaking played uh, Tony Beeson's piano. She had video right. of it. Right. All of this stuff. <laughs> And she didn't tell us that she got to go into the warehouse. I mean, come on. See, if Claire, if you would have just mentioned this in your interview, then we would have gotten this all out and we wouldn't have to cover it now in other interviews. But it's okay. I, I've definitely <laughs> found that through these interviews that aside from Tony and the show being the center point of everyone's connection with each other, I find that Claire is also that. She, She's the den mother of all littles. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's other people out there that may deserve that title as well. But from so far from what I've heard, it's definitely, she's definitely one of them. That's so. right. And I don't know if I've told this story on air or not, and I apologize if I did. But the funny thing for me was when I first, you, you just know these people from, like you said, in the online groups. And I didn't really know anybody because I've never been down there. And I always thought that she was directly involved with PTI. Because I saw pictures, her her like cover photo had, had a picture of her with Wilbon and Tony. And so I thought she was like a stage manager or something on the show. It's just hilarious how you try to put pieces together and then you find out you're so wrong. It's not even funny. Like when I first asked her to be the first interview for this podcast, she was like, oh, are you really sure you want me? I'm nobody. I'm, I'm like, what? I'm like, how could I have been so wrong? Well, I'm glad to know that I was right. Even though yeah. I was wrong about the stage manager portion of it, but she is. She really is the glue that holds it all together, which is fantastic. Right. And all I could say, sir, is hopefully, fingers crossed, someday we'll be coming to you also for some merchandise for the Loyal Littles podcast, if it ever hey, gets that way. <laughs> it would be great. So real quick, and then we'll take a quick break, because it's interesting. I always find it, the people that live in Indiana or in the Midwest in general, you know, so Toronto, wherever, um, if... Uh, What's your favorite sport? Do you have a favorite team? All that kind of stuff? So I do have a favorite sport. I do have a favorite team, but it's changed over the years. So when I, and Chuck, I apologize. I know you got a little upset with Bobby Godfrey when he kept name dropping all the things he's done and said. And <laughs> I, I'm not mad at me here, but I have seen a major league baseball game in every ballpark. Whoa. Uh, Stop it. Good for you. Actually, Actually, it was in one year. Uh, in 1994, what? I saw a game in every major league ballpark. That was when I was working for the airlines. Mm -hmm. And uh, we flew free. And so me and two buddies organized our summer schedule around the major league baseball season. Now, wait a minute. That was, but that was the strike season. Oh, no. then it was 93. Then it was 93. Oh, well, I th well yeah. they still played some of it, though. So I, I was yeah. even more impressed yeah. that you did it in half a season. <laughs> yeah, no, it was not, you're right. It was 93. Oh, okay. I was thinking I moved in 95. That was when I gotcha. left the, the airline, and it was right before mm -hmm. that. So it was gotcha. 93. still. Yeah. So we, wow. we, we flew to every major league city and saw a game in every ballpark. So Okay, so uh, you're the perfect person to ask this. Well, all right, well, go ahead. Tell us a favorite team, favorite sport. I'm guessing it's baseball? Well, well favorite sport now is football. But, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Watch baseball back then, and and mm -hmm. I'm a Colts fan, so we're 
licking our wounds here from uh, good game though good game it was a good game but also a very 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 big cubs fan so um, gotcha yeah yeah i always found that interesting because you know obviously indiana doesn't really have a baseball team so you're pretty much you can span it you can go to cincinnati you can go to chicago you can go milwaukee wherever you want to go okay so now back to the stadium because this is a question that i've had over the years Obviously, and again, bravo, that's amazing. And I am jealous, but that's not like him saying, oh, I hung out with Tony the other day or or Woody Page or something (laughs) like that. So my question then is, so because I've had this come up, is now that they've built new stadiums, you still count it, right? You're still like, no, I've done every stadium and that kind of thing. That's right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've missed some with with the new stadiums being built. So I haven't been to Yankee Stadium or... Mm -hmm. Right, um, yeah. Well, I mean, you've got Minneapolis, you've got Miami, you've got all these new stadiums popping up all over the place. One of the things I was kind of proud of, cool, when I was on my... Well, I'm still on my run because I have three left, is I did actually hit Montreal the year before they left and went to D.C. And uh, oh my God, that was terrible. I mean, I I think I (laughs) left after the fourth or fifth inning because I had such a headache. Oh, no. uh, because, well, because obviously there wasn't a big crowd up there. And what these fans would do is they would sit every third chair and they would take the chair next to them and just bang it. And it would make <laughs> so much noise. You know, they would, you know how they fold up and down? Yeah. Well, they would fold it, slam it down when they wanted to make noise. And it was just, and it was so echoey because it's a dome. It was an indoor right. stadium, obviously. And uh, I couldn't take it after like the third or fourth inning. And once I knew there was nothing like no hitter or anything like that, I was like, okay, I'm out. I was here. I'm done. You know, it's almost as bad as Tampa and stuff like that. So, um, so, all right. So we have to ask, can you give us top three or five stadiums in your opinion? Well, you know, being a Cub fan, I'm going to, I'm going to put Wrigley number one. Okay. Uh, But Fenway was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed Fenway and Key Stadium and then the old Tiger Stadium, you know, Ooh. from the classics, you know, I mean, it, mm-hmm. you just can't beat those old time stadiums. Right. Okay. Uh, so now if you had to do a newer one, what, I mean, I'm trying to think. So when you went to San Francisco, for instance, was it Candlestick when you went? I can't remember. It must have been, yes, right? It, it yeah. still was Candlestick. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, okay. San Diego. I, I enjoyed San Diego Stadium quite a bit. Okay, interesting, because that's one that I haven't hit, and I'm dying. I've been there. I've been to the outside of it, but I've never been there when during the season, and so I've never gotten to see a game there. We're pretty much on the same level as far as the historic. Now, the one I've mentioned in the past on other podcasts, I never got to Detroit, the old stadium. The new one, I love the outside. I think the out. That's how I've also ranked them, the outside and inside, and they differ. They do. Like Detroit, the inside, I'm just like, eh. It's okay, but the outside I love. The only other two I I drop real quick is I never got to Candlestick, so I can't comment on that. But the new mm-hmm. P is it uh, AT and T? Is that uh, they changed advertisers yeah. so many times yeah. I can't remember. But that one's really cool in the San Francisco because it's right there on the bay. And then the other one that surprises everyone is P and C in Pittsburgh. I really, really enjoyed that one because of the view and you see the the backdrop of the city. Now, when you were in Pittsburgh, which was that there? No, it was the older one, I believe. It was the older one. Three. What was that yeah. called? Was it Three Rivers? Yeah, I, I, three Rivers, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I have a quick question, actually. Sure. Um, speaking of stadiums, is it isn't there a stadium somewhere in the country that has a swimming pool in the outfield? <laughs> which one is that? Yeah, I think it's the Arizona Diamondbacks Stadium. Yeah, I think the Diamondbacks has. Why in has the world them. would you have a swimming pool at a baseball game? And who in the world would go swimming at a baseball game? I don't understand it. <laughs> well, what, what's Tony say? All your answers are usually about money or something like that. Yeah, right. I cool? guess. That's true. <laughs> well, Roxy, it's funny that you say that because there was one, uh, it was uh, when I saw the Miami Marlins play. Well, they were the Florida Marlins at the time, I believe. And, uh, I think it was Land Shark Stadium, it was called. And they had like hot tubs up the foul pole lines. And it was just oh my right. gosh. It was just, <laughs> but it was just to have like these skimpy bikini girls in and out of hot tubs, I think to attract, I don't know, who knows what. Anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Money. So, You're uh, right. It always comes back to money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And on that, Rob, you could stick around, right? Absolutely. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Meet the Littles. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And uh, real quick, Rob, we wanted to talk about, we send out these forms and you send it back and you have a story. Now, this is interesting because you are from Indiana, but you have a PTI visit story. Is that true? Yeah. So the Jingle Fest that Bill Laheka spoke of a couple years ago, I was 
I was there as well and was just a few um, few rows in front of Bill on the short bus. Whoa, you were on the short bus? <laughs> I was on the short bus, is that, yeah. Is that what can we say that? I think we can say that, I right? Think, I think that, so. He called it, yeah. <laughs> well, he called it the bus. Roxy, do you remember what he called it? The, the Oh, the death trap bus? The death trap bus. Right, right. <laughs> Oh, so we, I love this. We're going to have another death trap bus experience. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, the the, the most amazing thing, and, and Mr. Tony says, don't wear a, a Fitbit to track your steps. If you want to walk more, walk more. Well, I have a watch that tracks that. And over the course of the short bus journey, it bounced so much that I walked 73 flights of stairs. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, I was setting new records. I had never walked so much in all my life on a bus trip. That is so funny. But it was, uh, I mean, th that whole weekend was just amazing. And that turned into when I, obviously the store was up and running by that point. And so I had told Michael I was coming in. And so I got to sit in the studio at Chatter for one of the, the podcast tapings. And that was just a thrill. Felt a little awkward when the rest of the littles are sitting out in the, <laughs> the other room and I'm, I'm up in the studio. Actually, okay, I got to cut you off. So I know you want to say it because I'm thinking it. So do you want to say it or should I? Go ahead. Eat it, eat it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, Bobby was in the room, too, so I can't. Oh. Wait, he was in the studio with you? Yeah, he was sitting in the, in, but he wasn't up at the booth with the well, head. that's what I mean. Oh, so. there you all go. right, all right. <laughs> all right, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I just asked Michael, I said, is there any way that I could see PTI while I'm here? And so he, you know, worked it out with his dad and got me set up to go down there. And so while... Wow. I, th I think while the Littles golf was going on and getting ready for some of the other Jingle Fest activities, I was down watching PTI and that was just, that was amazing. That was, that was so oh. cool. The way they have you set up in there, you're set off to the side, you're in the room where they're filming it and you're off to the side and, you know, obviously told don't make any sounds, don't right. do in the dark, that sort of, but at every break. Tony would call over to me and start asking me about t-shirt sales and, you know, what what are we going to do about this t-shirt? And we got these chatter t-shirts. You think we can sell them on the, on the shop? And I mean, it was just, it was surreal. It was just absolutely the, the wildest experience. And, and just that, that whole weekend is just going to be uh, memories that are etched in my mind that will never never leave especially all the people that i that i got to meet and oh i can imagine yeah, i got a picture taken with liz clark and that was you know wow just a a lifelong crush or not a lifelong crush but <laughs> my, my wife knows you know if liz ever called i you know <laughs> she's not are we allowed to say the list anymore remember that list for that's right yeah. friends yeah. Yeah. yeah are we allowed to do that anymore it's, so, it's such a oh. I, I just did though yeah. <laughs> okay. It is. It's such a touchy thing nowadays, and I hate. It's. It's always weird because I. I'd, I'd love to reference things like that sometimes, and I'm just yeah. not sure anymore, and it's. It's sad. But anyway, um, wow, I can only imagine. Okay, your your hate level has just gone through the roof in like awesome. a couple seconds here. That so was, that was my goal is to. It, yeah. I figured. I mean, between Bobby's the stadiums, I have so many questions, and yeah. so. Oh, so who was was Wilbon on the PTI that day? He was remote. He wasn't in studio. Ah, uh, I see. Um, well, at least it was well. Because my my big fear is that I'm gonna get to do that someday, and who knows if that'll ever happen again with you know COVID and everything. But that's my big fear, and it, and I'm gonna get okayed, and B Bonnie or whoever's gonna be like, yeah, come on down, blah blah blah, and it's gonna be like Phil and Frank yeah, or something, you know. <laughs> Phil and Frank, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I usually as long as one of them's on, it's it's okay. But I, if both of them are out, I just feel like, what's the point sometimes? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. Uh, so every baseball stadium, I have to always go back to this. Is there a any memorable game that you've ever been at? Any, any of those, like something, no hitter or anything like that? Not from that season. I, I will tell you, I, I did see Hank Aaron play as a young boy. What? So I was, I was born in Marietta, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. Uh -huh. Yeah, and no. So my well, very first baseball experience was my dad taking me to Braves games. Yeah, uh, and he loves to tell the story that I came home. We actually got a Hank Aaron foul ball. Um, wow! But 
I came home and was pretty disappointed. They lost. Oh, no. And so oh, no. <laughs> I told mom, I said, I, I just don't understand it. Hank Karen's such a good player, but his brother Henry just can't do anything. Because <laughs> in my mind, every time Hank came up, he hit a home run. But when they called him Henry Aaron, he struck out. Oh, my right. gosh. <laughs> I had no idea they were the same play. So funny. So. Oh, okay. I thought this was going somewhere else. Uh, do you, oh. you do still have the baseball? I do not have the baseball. It got lost in one of the moves. Oh, oh no. no. I thought you were going to say, like, you threw, you, you did one of those, well, I threw it back because he struck yeah. out whatever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, like, we, we actually lost it in one of our moves. Oh, uh, that's too bad. George to Wisconsin, but yeah. All right. So now we also like to do sometimes is make sure the listeners know that we do some homework on the okay. Little Littles podcast. Uh, others might call it stalking. Speaking of baseball, I just I noticed, I think it was on your Twitter page, that you just saw Moneyball for the first time recently. I, I did, yeah. Oh, wow. I, How is that possible? The man I, who's been to every baseball stadium in the country. You know, I, I don't know what it was about it that kind of made me not want to watch maybe it. Maybe the star? <laughs> well, maybe. I, I You know, it probably was, uh, what's the other kid's name that's in it? Yeah, I can't think of not, his name. Not, I love not, him. And, uh, anyway. I, I've never been a real fan of his, so uh, maybe, maybe that had more to do it with, with anything. But it just it was on the other night, and I I watched it and thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it was it was fantastic. What a what a great movie! How'd I miss it all this time? But it was really not to push any other podcasts here. But I I listened to Bill Simmons Rewatchables podcast, and they did mm-hmm. a dive into Moneyball several several weeks back, and. It kind of piqued my interest. So, sir, you can push any Bill Simmons podcast anytime you want on this. <laughs> That's it's 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 literally one of my favorites, and that one specifically. And we should have brought that up a couple weeks ago, actually, because we've been doing a couple on the Loyal Little podcast. We've been doing movie reviews, things like that. The Rewatchables is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. Roxy, you even listen to that sometimes, right? Yeah, I do. If it's a movie that I've seen sure, or sure. know enough of, yeah, it's. I like all the different takes on it, especially, you know, what's aged well, what hasn't. I love that segment. It's really interesting. Yeah, they do a really good job. And there are so many people that try to imitate it. And we've even thought of doing something like that on here. And it's just, you just can't. So we don't even bother. But yeah, it's on the Ringer Podcast Network. It's called Rewatchables. Check it out. And uh, just for those playing along at home, it was Jonah Hill was the name we were looking for. I'm sure there were people screaming into their iPhones or radios (laughs) or whatever they're listening to. Jonah Hill, that was the name. And I had forgot Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that. Oh, yeah. Completely forgot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, ugh, miss him. Yeah, Tony Tony has quite a take on Jonah Hill. He says he was better when he was fat than when he lost weight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's excellent. That's excellent. (laughs) All right, Rob. So we just have a, a, a few other little, we call them dumb, smart, funny questions. At least we hope they are. Well, I always think this is an, an interesting one. Are you a glass half full or glass half empty kind of person? I'm probably a glass half empty kind of person. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You know, yeah. it's so funny. I like that question because when I picture it in my mind, no matter what the person's answer is, there's still the same amount of whatever liquid you're imagining in the glass. So I find I just find it really interesting. Well, my but, saying is I, I I don't care if it's half full or half empty. I still need more. That's all I know. So <laughs> that's so, how so, I look at it. Yeah. So that that's just it. I mean, that people who say it's a glass half empty, you know, they are are they more pessimistic than? And I say no. I I just think about what else I can put into the glass. Right. Right. So, Right, no. exactly. You know, that's... if you're thinking about it philosophically, I've got so much more room to put things in than if it's half full. Right, that's gotcha. true. That's yeah. a good way to look at it. So have you ever done a Friday Five? I did a Friday Five very early on when they first started, and then I okay. took a break from Facebook for a while and have just recently gotten back into it. So I'm gotcha. just thinking the the Friday Fives have evolved quite a bit from <laughs> they sure have right my simple you know who's your favorite actor right yes. so yeah I mean they've gotten crazy and obviously I think Eric set the bar at the ne- next level and oh, yeah. and and then we had Santa and Mrs Claus on 
for right. this year. That that's just crazy. It's yeah. just been and uh, when we had uh, Jeff Flowers on, he told us actually he didn't get to do fulfill his complete wish list for his Friday Five, but he did. It was really clever how he made it work. I guess is how I'll put it. It was cool. Yeah, because I, I I agree. If he could have gotten his wife on video to do those, that would have been hilarious. Right. Uh, and uh, here's one we haven't asked in a little while: crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Depends on what you're putting it on. Ooh. Ah. Okay. Fair. If it's in a sandwich, crunchy. If it's on celery, you got to have smooth because you got to be able to put the raisins mm. on there for the. Oh, the raisins. Interesting. Taking yeah. it to a new level. I yeah. forgot about putting raisins on. I never usually do that. That's interesting. That is so funny. Yeah, and because this one has been a real recent, interesting topic on the Loyal Littles podcast, how, I, I guess we just have to start asking, how do you make your grilled cheese? If you make grilled cheese. It's just butter on the on the outside. I, okay. This whole mayonnaise thing, I, I don't. <laughs> I know, it's weird, right? <laughs> sandwich. I mean, I. I, I could see putting it on the inside of like a BLT or oh, of course, yeah. not on the outside of a group. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, agree with I, you. Rob, real quick, because I know you probably want to. Is there anything uh, you want to plug before we get out of here? Social media, anything like that besides obviously the store? I, I mean, really, the only thing on the store would be that if do consider buying the hats, and sweatshirts this month. Mm-hmm. I would say too that you know if you have an idea for something that you think would be good on the store, I mean we've taken those in the past. Jen Bavish oh. has come up with a couple things that that we've put on the store, and sometimes in the Facebook groups, I'll, I'll throw something out there whenever we've launched a new item or something, and I get a get a little bit of pushback that I'm just a shill for the for the shop or whatever. And I, yeah. it's really not what I'm trying to do. I mean, it's just trying to share what's going on in the, in the community and be a part of it. So if somebody's got an idea, like we're working on an Uncle Benny's Table t-shirt right now. Oh, that, cool. Oh, that'd be great. Right. I think will be a lot of fun. And, and we've got a, if ever anybody goes flying again, we've got a TK flying shirt that we had ready to go. And then the pandemic hit and we just, uh. it. so, but shoot me an email at the, at the show email or hit me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And then I guess what is somewhat of a shameless thing. If you do have any promotional products needs, if you're a little, you'll get the littles rate. Well, I, I take care of my own littles helping littles. Oh, that's, that's Aww. fantastic. And like I said, hopefully someday we'll, we'll, we'll have a need for you. We're hoping. Right. And yeah, because I actually have the one of the more clever ones that I thought of. And I don't know if they took off or not, but I actually Roxy, I think you got this for me for Christmas one year was the Tell Michael It's Raining umbrella. (laughs) I did. That that was Jen Babish. That was her idea. Get out. Okay, Jen, I've had enough of this. Jen, please come on our show. Tell us all about these great ideas and these products. And she's she's the one I've been trying to get on the show. I know she's been really busy. And totally understand that. So hopefully someday we'll get to do a Meet the Little segment with her. That's amazing because that's one of my favorite. That was so clever. It was so clever. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to say when I bought that, that was the one thing that I didn't quite understand what it meant. (laughs) (laughs) I just figured he would like it. (laughs) Now I understand. That's so funny. That's really funny. All right, Rob. Well, we can't thank you enough for coming on. And as the homage, we'll get you out of here on this. Roxy, you got another question for him? I do. Last one, over or under? So it 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 could be either over or under. I just want it to be there, and <laughs> and so that leads me to my final story. Best use of a smartphone ever Uh-oh. was me inside a McDonald's, going into the restroom and not having any toilet paper present, and needing to look up the phone number of the McDonald's I was at so I could call them and tell them to bring toilet <laughs> paper to me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What was that like? Now, wait a minute. <laughs> did they think it was like a prank call or something? They, 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 did it, they did it first. I said, no, seriously, I'm in your men's room and there's no toilet paper. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so, you know, somebody sheepishly handed toilet paper underneath the, <laughs> underneath the stall. And I couldn't even ask the guy next to me if he could spare a square. <laughs> was this a single stall? Yeah situation yeah. is that what we're talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh well rob thank you so much again for coming on this has been fantastic 
Everyone, so and just so I have it right, it's it's shop.tonycornerhasashow.com, right? That's yep. that's yeah, please. And anytime, but especially the month of January, get your hats and sweatshirts. It's such a good cause. Yeah, I, thanks for taking the time and coming on. It's this has well, been fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on. It was a pleasure. All right, all you loyal littles, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. Another great interview. (laughs) Please reach out to him. All you creative littles, there's so many of you out there. And when I found out that Jen Babish was the one that came up with the umbrella, oh my gosh, that's just fantastic. So like you said, reach out to him if you have some ideas for merchandise or whatever, feel free. You should reach out to him. Thanks again for coming on, Rob, and our best to you and Pastor Chet. So what we're going to do now is let's do our Friday Five real quick. These came from Max Megan this week. I'll let you guys do this one. Okay, we are two weeks into 2021. What has surprised you the most in the new year? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Really? I think we Too much. All, all, yeah, I think we're all surprised by it. <laughs> okay, but, but did it really surprise you? See, that's the trick. That's the Yes. Question. Actually, okay. yeah. I mean... <laughs> Now looking back at these two weeks, I'm not surprised, but in the moment I was surprised. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, I, I should I should put at the end. He said, "This is the sports question." <laughs> so what about the Harden trade, Chuck? Didn't that surprise you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, he's been kind of um, disgruntled for a little while now, so I think they had to get rid of him. Once once you have a somebody that's unhappy, you can't keep yeah. them because they're not going to go anywhere. So what's the point? So I, I I'm, I'm surprised that maybe where he went to the Nets. I still can't really figure out the package that Houston got for all that. Right. I know it's a lot of trade picks, but it's a lot. They had to do it, right? I mean, yeah. That's yeah. the the players have the the leverage there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's out of shape and you know, <laughs> ridiculous. Chuck, I can't believe you didn't take mine. So thank you. I'm gonna go with Believe Land beating Pittsburgh last week. That was a shocker to oh, me. I know, yeah. not to everyone. Yeah, yeah. To me, yeah. It, to me it was. That was That's my good. couldn't believe it. So all right, Roxy, what do you got? A group of disloyal littles storms Mr. Tony's house. What are you looting? <laughs> the Lilyhammer jacket has been claimed. Uh-huh. All right. So I'll take what I would say is I'll take the Mets jacket. He's got, a, I, I believe, a 69 Mets jacket. And I'm not a Mets fan, but I would still love that. That would be kind of cool. Because I don't really know. I know I should know more about his house. I can't really remember. I mean, Uncle Benny's table would be too hard to loot, I think. That would be the only other thing. But so, yeah, I'll take the um, the Mets 69. He's got this nice, what, what's that? It's not leather, but what are those jackets made out of, Chuck? Do you remember? Pleather? Ple- I don't know. I don't think it's pleather. Suede? No, this, is the, this is like the real deal. Suede, I think it's the real probably. deal. Suede. Suede. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to number three. If, right. it, if it's good enough for Dr. Hoffwaff, it's good enough for us. If you could host any game show, what would it be? I don't know if, if it would be a, considered a co-host or just, I don't know. Um, but I always wanted to work on Wheel of Fortune and basically take Vanna White's job when she retires. Oh. Any littles with connections to the Wheel of Fortune, let Roxy know. Thank I was going to say that. I was thinking that. What, was, you wanted to be it, Vanna? by my... <laughs> <laughs> hey, he you could. I've got the wardrobe, so the thing that cracks me up though is that she doesn't even turn the letters anymore. She doesn't do it. She just touches it and it lights up. It's like it's just it's, yeah, but it's she kind still of a joke. Rocks it. She's you still that, have to. She still has to touch it. It's not like she's got that it. beaming smile. Her hair is perfect. Her dresses. Her wardrobe. She's an icon. Like, oh, now Roxy, it. didn't you also tell me at one point you wanted to be a deal or no deal girl at some point? I did. I used to want to be a briefcase person. Right. And. I had this whole bit of when Howie would say, hi, hi, ladies, or whatever he would say, I would be like, hi, Howie, you know, and just like, <laughs> I would practice all the time. And, and I would practice my facial expressions if they picked a good case or if they picked a bad case. And just, yeah, I was, I was into that too. Right. And again, Chuck, it's like well, look what look how that worked out for the the Duchess. Uh, yeah, the Duchess. It's married to Will, not William, the other Harry. One. Harry, yeah, she was Harry on that and show. Harry and Meghan. Oh, she was on that show. Yeah, she was. Yes, she was on she that was. show as a as a Chuck, 
don't don't like don't yell at me like I'm yelling at you for not knowing where Tony was. Well, I didn't even know what her title was. So I'm sure I'll get lashed <laughs> for that too. All right, well, Chuck, game show. Which one, Chuck? Okay, so the one that comes to mind that I keep that keeps popping back into my head is whose line is it anyway? Do you know that show? <gasps> I love yeah, that show. That's uh, that's a good one. I don't know if it's really a game show because the contestants aren't really, they're like celebrities, but I think it would be fun to make up yeah. scenarios for people to act out. Sure. I don't well, know. He's just I reading mean, sentimental, cards, Chuck. You know that. Se- okay. But sentimental <laughs> reasons, maybe Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I'm okay. kind of curious. Chuck, you like to pick one that. here. Well, that's okay. okay. That's the only two I know. All right. <laughs> well, well, all right. So when I was a kid, actually, one of, I don't know why, me and my sister used to like fake that we were playing on it. We would play card sharks. And that's a whole nother podcast. These remakes of these old game shows that they're bringing back, like Match Game and Pressure Luck and now Card Sharks. And now they just brought back Name That Tune. Oh, my gosh. It was so awkward. It was so awkward to watch. Oh, that's that's just because Randy looks so weird. No, (laughs) that's that's a whole nother podcast. So let's go on. Um, Number four, what was your favorite song when you were 16? And what is your favorite song from that year now? Um, my answer would be <laughs> um, Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. Ooh. And that is, that is because... Is that yours, Chuck? Did she steal your song, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> Except you were, what, Kelly... 42 when that came yeah. out? Right. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson was not alive when I was 16. I know. So it's to because I was going through high school and her the lyrics to that song really spoke to me, first of all. Um, she talks about spreading her wings and flying and doing whatever it takes to touch the sky. And I'm like, oh, that's so going to be me as soon as I get out of this place and be an adult, like I'm going to just take on the world. And it got me through a lot of, a lot of challenging times and just giving me hope for the future. And I also loved the song because it was featured in the soundtrack of the princess diaries two. And the (laughs) one and two are probably two of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, Julie Andrews, you can't get any better than that. So that has to be my answer. And I listened to it today and I was sitting on the couch listening, like almost in tears of like, oh my gosh, I remember feeling this way and look at me now. Like, yeah, anyway. Chuck, did you find one? (laughs) I did. I had to do a little searching because it's been so Yeah, me too. Full disclosure, me too. Yeah, such a long time ago. When I was 16... This one was probably one that stuck with me the most. And especially, I, my, so my 16th birthday is in the summer. This was a big summer a jam. Was Parents Just Don't Understand, DJ Jazz Ooh, and Jeff. And, and the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Yeah, Parents mm. Just Don't Understand. But your, what was the second part of the question? Was like, What is your favorite song from that year now? Okay, so this probably the song that has stuck with me the longest and that I, every once in a while re- refreshes and it's probably applies to any time that there's a bad situation is don't worry be happy bobby mcferrin oh that's love it that's yeah. a that's a good one all right so love it. that's a good that's, one. that one always every time i hear it on the radio it kind of you know i'm just like you know what things are gonna be all right all right Eventually. chuck so i had to do a quick yes. thing too yeah. because now we're uh full disclosure we're pretty close you're you are older though and uh so i i was afraid really? ours were going to be yeah chuck you're older eat it <laughs> Um, so I, I can't really That'd decide. I just did a quick, yeah, right. I just did a quick Google thing. And so we have, these are the top four that came up right here. Waiting for you, Richard Marks, mm. love shack B 52s. When I see you smile, bad English Aww. and bad English <laughs> young MC bust a move. So oh, yeah, just bust a move. I, I would say, so this is how I'm going to base this. If I was like at a wedding or a party or something like that, and out of those, the one I would want to hear the most or have the best time to would definitely be Love Shack. That would definitely be the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's the one most people have the most fun with. All right, Roxy, you got the last one? Yep. What is your favorite topic that you know will get you banished from this group forevermore? <laughs> and that, what they're referring to is the Smart and Funny group, which I know you two don't know about. Uh, I know about my it. My gosh. Well, that's true. All right. Oh, Roxy, excuse me. Well, well do, you, do you want to go first? <laughs> Ladies first, Roxy. Do you have a topic um, that you would get banned for? What's yeah, your favorite? the Hallmark Channel. 
Ah, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, mine's a tie. I love it all. I don't care. I mean, I, the bathrobes, the odometers, the the Uranus jokes, you just name it. I don't care. Um, but out of those, I guess I would have to say probably Uranus jokes are probably one that got me banned. Yeah. Chuck, you're like the king of bathrobes. What are you talking about? <laughs> he is. What are you talking about, Chuck? Bathrobes bath get you banned? Is, is that bad to tell? Well, it, <laughs> again, Chuck, you need to you need to listen to the Tony Kornheiser podcast for you to get any of that. But yes, it will get you banned. So I've not yeah. been to a hotel that has a bathrobe in it. I didn't even <laughs> well, think hotels did that anymore. For, well, the, the nice ones do, Chuck. Oh, God. You know, not not the Motel Sixes or the La Quinta Inns don't, but the <laughs> the <laughs> but, but do they have do. complimentary breakfast? <laughs> Probably not, Chuck. If you're in a hotel that has <laughs> bathrobes, you can afford your own damn breakfast. So uh, we don't need true. a complimentary breakfast. That's so true. that's that's why they do it that way. All right. Thank you, Max Megan, for our Friday Five this week. That's all we got for you. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com, Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. And our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget, if you listen to us on Apple or iTunes, make sure you rate and review and subscribe. Because that's really important, apparently. I don't know why, but that's what they tell us. It's very important. Please rate and review the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. So that's all we got for you this week. Say goodbye, Roxy. Say goodbye, Chuck. Goodbye, Roxy. Goodbye, Chuck. Goodbye, Chuck. And remember, if you're out in Atlanta tonight, do wear protection, and we don't just mean against COVID.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. Oh, yeah.